0: Matt meets of the Music Industry Podcast with a very dear friend of mine, Tyler Harper of Capra, whose new record in hey, transition hey. drops on Friday. And we've been spending yeah. a lot of time over the last six months working on this record. Um, I signed them to Blacklight Media, which is a record label I do with uh, Metal Blade and Chris Santos, the owner, who you might know from Chopped, a friend of Martha Stewart. <laughs> very good friend of Martha Stewart. I don't know if he's a very good friend of Martha Stewart. I'm
1: gonna to have to ask him. I'm seeing him Friday, so I'll ask. <laughs> I'm curious too. Yeah, let me know. Um Does he have does he have her in his cell phone as Martha?
0: If I had Martha Stewart. First name number, basis. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, regardless. Martha aside, so what I wanted to talk about was you know, you kind of went from being a guy in bands to like getting this cool opportunity and taking it to the next level, right? And so my question is sort of, what did you learn in this process?
1: I think the biggest aspect of going from just a DIY musician uh, that really only cares to write music for themselves and play shows to their friends is the social media aspect of everything. Like, yeah, I mean, you taught me a lot about that. And we honestly, when we started as a band, we didn't care about social media. We didn't want to be on Facebook. We didn't want to be on Instagram. Just wanted to be an old school, low key band that. Just, you know, played at little tiny, tiny bars and little tiny uh, venues. And uh, just coming from that, I mean, you really do have to put yourself out there and you got to, you know, I, I, I'm grateful for all of our fans and uh, staying in touch with them through social media has been wonderful. Uh, I try to post daily. I try to, you know, just keep, keep others involved in what we're doing. And I think that was what I learned the most is like, you know, you don't need to be so secretive. You don't need to, I, I don't know, try to be this like mysterious band, you know, you gotta put yourself out there.
0: Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's valuable. And so how did you put yourself out there? What did you do?
1: Uh, well, we, we first, we reached out to you. Uh, that was like yeah. our first step, you know, we said, hey, we need some guidance in what we're doing. We have really, really good songs. And we want to get it out to more people at this point. Uh, so we reached out to you and you got us on social media and really, you know, kicked our asses. I, I remember you emailing me weekly like, oh, you didn't post on Instagram in three days. Or, hey, your Twitter following sucks. And uh, I don't know, I put some some fire under us and, and we, we started to want it more. Yeah.
0: And so, like, what did you you know, cause I don't really give you weekly feedback anymore cause we're working on other shit. So right. what do you post? What do you view as your focal points for posting?
1: Uh, so any new content we'll, we'll post will spread out throughout the day. Um, I've been using, there's a cool thing on Instagram. Now, if you have like a business account, I believe that shows you when your profile is mostly viewed. So we'll try to post around those times uh i'll reuse old photos that did really well uh just if we want to make like a quick little post and announcement um uh, that's pretty much it it's really simple i i always overcomplicate things and i think that's what i was doing in the beginning i'm like oh i don't have anything fresh to post i don't have anything cool to post so why post in the first place and uh and you know i wish you would uh, give us those reviews on our social media because we've been killing it lately, and I want the good. You news. Have been killing it, aren't I? Always okay. telling you how proud I am. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are <laughs>
0: <You're> very <laughs> supportive. <laughs> but regardless, yeah, and I think that's sort of the thing, right? Is that it's not overthinking and it's just being like, is this like true to who we are as a band? Cool. And right. if you're posting it, typically it's going to be true to who you are because it's you. That's
1: right. Was yeah, it's before. just it, it's kind of it, it's it was so hard in the pandemic because we didn't have anything yeah. fresh. We didn't have anything new to post. Um, and so I was I was always thinking, what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. but there is a point. This is when everybody's at home. This is when everybody's looking at their phones. And yeah. this is it's at a very important time to, to maintain your relationship uh, with your fans.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really crucial point, right? Is that like, this is the time when people are just lost in their phones constantly.
1: Yeah, they're they're seeking out music. They're seeking out new bands. They need something, you know, to keep us sane. And it's good to build a relationship with, uh, with a band that you really like. Yeah, and that feels
0: good. How do you build a relationship with your fans?
1: Uh, we, we get messages, we get emails, we respond to, we try to respond to every comment. Uh, we'll definitely like react to it on, on social media. Uh, so we hear their voices and, uh, we, we try to give as much, as many responses as we can. Uh, any messages that are sent, we respond to those. We thank them, you know, uh, when they buy merch from us, we send them a few extra little goodies and stuff like that. We write them a handwritten note.
0: I was going to say, that's a big, that's a big piece.
1: Yeah, hander, I, always, no. I always like ordering, you know, when I order merch from my favorite band and they send me something, like they hand wrote it, they said thank you, uh, or they send me like a sticker or a koozie or something. You know, I, I, I love that. It takes my respect for them just up a notch.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's 100% like something people don't think about is... Yeah, like you have the ability to make people go, oh, hey, this is the guy. You know, right. oh, hey, this is my friend. It's this personal. is the guy in the band. And yeah, and if it's personal, you want to support them all the more. You know, there was some stat that was like 64% of people say they spend more money if they feel they have a personal relationship with the band. And fucking, oh, of absolutely.
1: They and we have, we've had some offers to have like merch distribution in the States. And we just don't want that. You know, I have time. I can send out our own merch. I want it to be personal. I want you to order from me yeah. and I, I want to be able to have that connection with you as a fan.
0: Yeah. And just to be clear, the reason you have a guy in Europe is because the shipping is going to be.
1: It's, oh, it's dumb. absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's dumb to charge your Euro fans 20 bucks to ship them a shirt.
1: Exactly. I started to feel bad at one point, just, you know, they're ordering from us. That's the only place they can get our t-shirts and it's like, you know, it's a $20 t-shirt and they're paying almost like $40, 46 bucks after taxes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. That's not, it's like,
1: that's not, that's not who we are. Yeah. Well, it's, it's
0: just, you know, you gotta, it's like a balance, right? It's like, you want to make money, but you also want to get your name out there.
1: Yeah. So what I did after feeling bad is I gave our two most popular designs to our distributor uh, distributor, in Europe and two exclusive designs that only Europe can get. Yeah. So I want, I wanted to almost give back in a sense because, and you know, some people still order from Europe. They still hit us yeah. up. They want to order from the band and that's fine. Which is cool. I still feel bad. <laughs> so going into release week,
0: you know, yeah, what have your emotions been like?
1: I don't even know. I was trying to uh, explain that to someone last night. I I don't really know what to feel. I have a lot of emotions going around. I feel nervous. I feel excited. I feel uh, partly overwhelmed, you know, like it's crazy. It's, this this has been a long time coming, you know, We, we finished it up in 2019. We've been sitting on it for so long. Uh, all the reactions and have just been wonderful. And that's, you know, that's to a small percentage of the album. So I'm, I'm stoked to see, you know, how this translates to other people and, and how they take the album in its entirety, rather than hearing a track. That's almost out of context, you know, like the, the way that this album was, was designed and the track listing was ordered is to take you on this ride through and through and you're almost you're just hearing you know bits and pieces and to to see everybody love that is amazing uh and now i'm excited for them to hear it as a whole
0: yeah and i think that's a big deal is like It's just so weird when there's only two songs out, but you've had this in your back pocket
1: for a couple of years. It is. It feels weird. Uh, I think the times that we just went through make it less weird. Yeah. Just because there's a huge delay in all music. It wasn't just us, you know? So I think it makes it a little bit less weird. And also I'm, I feel a bit of, I don't know the word. Uh, I want to say gratitude, but I don't think that's it. I I feel like now is the perfect time to release this music. So I feel okay with waiting as long as we did to put it out. I think now's the time that people need music more than ever. Yeah, And uh, they're, you know, they're on their search for new music. They need that outlet. We've all been stuck in this dying world for I don't know, what is it? A year, over a year, year and a half now. Yeah. And uh. And this is just a perfect, perfect release that sums up what we just went through. Yeah.
0: And I think that's... That's what makes it so exciting. And then, like, the other thing that I feel like you have more on the way
1: yeah we definitely do we've had nothing but time to to write and write and you know I was explaining that to someone last night as well it's uh I have a hard time processing my emotions of how I feel about releasing an album because I'm always thinking ahead and I'm I'm never in that spot where I can really like take in the present and what's actually happening Uh, I'm always like okay, what's next? Let's do the next thing. And so we're six songs into the next album. And this album's not even out yet, which is great. Um, But, you know, I, I do wish that I could sit back and like, take a deep breath and say, Hey, like this is happening right now. Like, let's, let's do that. Uh, I just can't. Yeah.
0: But you're, you know, I think that I think it's good to keep just moving forward
1: you know oh for sure yeah it definitely it definitely helps out um uh, you know i think one of the things about it was was actually signing a deal with metal blade and Blacklight, and ha- and knowing that like i have a i have deadlines coming on yeah. an album even though i don't know when they are it's like I wanna write as much as possible so that whenever they say, hey, do we have an album? I say, hey, we have more than an album. Like, what what can we do with this? Can we do a split? Can we do an EP? Can we do a full length? Uh, I just wanna have it all in the bag. What do you feel, you know, so I
0: want. we were talking about what you had learned with this, right? And so another one of my questions here, is like, what do you feel you, what do you feel that like the bands around you don't understand that you think maybe differentiates you a little bit?
1: I think the biggest thing for, especially my local scene is they oversaturate the market. They play too many shows. Uh, they don't they don't put themselves out there as much as they could. Uh, I see very few local bands really posting on social media. Uh, we have a lot of talent here. I know they're writing and I know they're ready to play shows, but they're not. They're not marketing their brand. And um, mm-hmm. and then when they do play shows, that's all they're doing is they're playing they're playing a venue and then they're playing another local venue three weeks later and it's killing their fan base. A lot of other bands aren't touring. I think touring is the most important part of being in a band. Yeah. Why are you in a band if you're not going to take it on the road, you know? And that's a huge issue. Um, Every release I noticed people aren't using, uh, they're not reaching out to like PR Companies, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're not getting the most out of, they're, they're writing great music, but they're not getting the most out of, out of that music. Yeah. Their, their audience is slim. Yeah, I think that's well said. I
0: definitely think, cause it's just, it's funny to me, right? Cause I think people come all the time and they're like, what does Capra have that we don't? And I'm like, well, the music is really good and they work their faces off. That's right. You know, and I feel like it's just hard to communicate sometimes that level of like, oh, okay, like you really need to bleed for this.
1: Yeah, you gotta be born with rock and roll in your blood for sure. It's uh it's a lot of work, it's not easy. It's not like it's not like we wrote a few songs and got signed to a to a label, you know. This this was five and a half years of just work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. And I think that's a really crucial point: is that it was four and a half years before you got signed. Exactly. But then, it and you know, sometimes
1: out. it takes longer. Like it's not the the deadline. Sometimes it doesn't take yeah. that long. Uh, it's it's about making those correct connections. It's about networking with people, um, and really putting yourself out there. You know, you got to be. As much a musician as a salesman, a salesman as a musician. And you got to really go out there and say, hey, here's my music. And I want you to listen to it. But also here's why. Yeah. And the why is really key. The why is key. And it's like you get all these messages on Facebook. Somebody will add you and then they will just send you their music with no explanation. And I'm not going to listen to something like that. I want, I want to know, like, why do you want me to hear this? Why should I listen to your music? So you really got to sell it. Yeah.
0: So coming out of a pan, out of the pandemic. What do you see as the options? What do you, you know, you, like you're releasing a record at sort of. The tail end of the pandemic, I think, when we mm-hmm. you know when we decided on this release date, no one really had any clue what would happen. I still think, to some extent, we don't have any clue what will happen. You know, right. so as yeah, it's, things, it's all up in the air. Maybe get better. What are you kind of thinking?
1: Uh, well, if I mean, if things get better, then options are endless. We can do whatever we want at this point, and it's it's back to normal. Um. You know, we we agreed on April 23rd is the release date of the album back in December in the hopes yeah. that we could tour. Uh, and we've accepted it. We, we know we're not going to be able to tour around this album. Uh, we are t- starting to talk about shows, which is very cool. Uh, we're all currently vaccinated, and a lot of people in our state are getting vaccinated. So shows are coming back. Uh, I don't think we'll be doing anything until summertime, but we're also talking with our booking agent and we're putting together, I think a 23 date tour in October, late October, early November. And uh, that's another one, you know, it's just like we're just placing hold dates and we're just booking this tour with the hopes that it'll actually happen. If it doesn't, we understand we're all about social distance and being safe and but if it does happen, uh, this is wonderful. You know, we, we made it.
0: Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's well said. If it does happen, we made it.
1: Yeah. I think that's the, that's the plan. The plan is to, you know, hopefully play a show this summer, hopefully go on tour. Uh, obviously we're going to keep writing. I would like to have at least 15 new songs by December. Uh, we're already at six, so we're making, We're making good time on that. Uh, And then next year, do some more tours and uh, hopefully get into the studio, see what we can do.
0: Yeah, you know, that's the dream. And then I guess as we sort of head towards the end, um, if a band comes up to you, you know, and I'm sure this has probably already happened, you know, and says, "How how did you get signed to Metal Blade? Now in yeah. Blacklight Media. You know, how do I do what you did? What do you tell them?
1: Uh, typically, I'll just tell them that they have to work very hard. They have to put themselves out there, uh, write good songs. You know, practice, practice in your yeah. free time. Don't just uh, don't just wait until your your actual band practice. You know, if you have songs recorded, if you have demos practice to those stay on top of your instrument. Yeah. Which is something you're great um, at
0: is like going live when you're practicing and stuff.
1: Like, yeah, I it like gives people
0: I, such a good connection to you.
1: Definitely. It definitely helps. Um, I, I think it helps motivate others because I, I play guitar for at least four hours every single day. Uh, it's just, it's kind of like an addiction that I have. Yeah. And um, you know, coming out of like past addiction stuff, I am an addict and this is just, a form of my obsession that I get stuck in I have to play guitar and I, I have to get better at it. Um, other than that, you know, I, I would tell them to network and I would tell them to reach out to people. I give your name out a lot. You know, I say Matt, Matt's helped us tremendously. And uh, it's just about those key connections. It's key connections, writing good songs and making damn sure that you can play those songs Perfectly.
0: Yeah, all well set. any uh, final words of wisdom before we wrap it up and we tell everyone where to buy in transmission?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I think cool. I'm out of words of wisdom. Go buy in transmission literally wherever records are sold Bandcamp, Amazon, indie merch, uh, King's Road. It's fucking everywhere. It's fucking cool. If you don't buy it, Tyler and I will both be sad.
1: We will fly up there and we will force you to listen to it it'll until like, you buy it.
0: It'll be like the end of Jane's Isle of Obstrake back.
1: That's right. Thank you for listening.